to Gatlinburg. We stand strong with you. And now, the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Poor, Sheila, DA Williams, and Orson Wells. And featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. Well, hello there, and welcome to an all-new episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. I'm Hot Toddy. It's great to be here with you. I uh, had a nice little holiday off. Hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. It was a good holiday, for the most part. Uh, that is, until I tried to go home afterwards and got my third, count it, third flat tire in a year. That's right. Uh, I don't know if I've ever really talked about my flat tire issues on this show, but uh, I- I've-, I've had bad tires for a couple of years now, and I- I've needed to get new ones for a long time and I've just keep putting it off because I don't have the money for it you know but I, I got my first flat uh, almost a year ago back in December of 15 uh, but I had my spare and the spare was a brand new tire so everything was hunky dory got that on there we were good had my second blowout in July of this year and uh, I thought I was up Shit's Creek but uh, but the good news is it happened just down the road from a used tire place, so I was able to get a used tire uh, for a very good price, and uh, so there you go. Those two tires are now on there. We're now on there. The only problem with that tire that I got is that somebody had put Fix-A-Flat in it when they previously owned it, so from July up until last week, it was like driving a roller coaster around. It was so bouncy. It was just awful, so, you know... Really, something had to be done soon. But anyway, on my way home from Thanksgiving last week, got my third blowout, and this time I really was just out of luck. There was nothing else we could do. Had to get new tires for it. So long story short, uh, my vehicle finally has four brand new tires, and it's like driving a new vehicle. So that those problems are over. But but yes, my Thanksgiving ended with a blow, or a bang, whichever you want to look at it as. Uh, but yeah, that's how my holiday ended. So I hope yours went better. Uh, but yeah... Steered away from politics, none of that. We didn't talk about any of that on on this year. No, just just couldn't couldn't do that. Uh, but uh, but no, it was great. You know, always enjoy eating turkey, and any time we get together with the family is a lot of fun. So now we're head first into the holiday season, and uh, you know things could be better. I think it's. I think it goes without saying. Of course, the last episode of the Smoking Hot Podcast was completely surrounded by this: the fact that 2016, without a doubt, probably the worst year in modern human history. I would say so. I, mean, I honestly think so. It was. It was absolutely horrible, and I will not be sad to see it go. And uh, with that in mind, uh, you know, I think we'd be remiss uh, if I didn't mention this. I mentioned it in the opening. Our this week's opening was dedicated to this city, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about it now. Of course, the city. Of of Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Uh, for those of you who don't know, who are, don't live in the area, um, Gatlinburg is probably one of our biggest tourist cities uh, in East Tennessee, second only to Pigeon Forge, which is the home of Dollywood, Dolly Parton's theme park. And uh, it's a beautiful city, beautiful town, lovely people, and just all kinds of fun stuff to do up there. And it's it's directly smack dab in the middle of a mountain. I mean, there's mountains everywhere. It's in the Smoky Mountains. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's just a really, really nice place. Um... On Monday of this week, uh, it, it fortunately, it went up in flames. Uh, there was a forest fire, uh, that uh, wildfire that just came out of nowhere and, and ended up 
destroying. Uh, some people are saying 50% of the city. Uh, I don't know if it's that bad, but uh, it definitely got a good chunk of it. And uh, a lot of uh, very popular businesses burned down, uh, as well as uh, many people's homes. And I think that's the uh, that's the worst of it right there, is that so many people lost their homes this week uh, in this tragic, tragic event. And... Um, you know, it's hard. It's hard to put your mind around it, especially for those of us who live in East Tennessee, because, I mean, that was kind of a home away from home. You know, it, it was always a fantastic. If you needed just a, a, a nice getaway for just a couple of days, you know, Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg, that whole area, it, it was always the place to go. Still is the place to go. And as a matter of fact, today, uh, the Gatlinburg government, the local Gatlinburg uh, government, said that you should not stay away. The best thing that you can do for the people of Gatlinburg is to keep coming up here and and keeping tourism alive so that the money can keep flowing and that that's the very important thing is keep keep coming back to that area and, and we most definitely will but uh but it's just so hard to 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 think about because you know this is a place you that I've grown up with I've known my entire life and it's just it's such a beautiful place and it's just so it's traumatic to to look at the pictures and to think of the, everything that's happened these last couple of days, it's just so so disheartening. And it's just you know you yeah like I said you can't you can't wrap your mind around it. You cannot really put into words just how sad and tragic this whole situation is. But uh, I want to first and foremost thank everybody in East Tennessee. If ever your your faith in humanity was destroyed uh, within the last 24 hours, it was completely fulfilled. At least for me, it was uh, refulfilled. That is because uh, the company that I work for, the EW Scripps company, uh, we got together. We told people, bring stuff, just bring whatever you can to us and we will get it to the people of Gatlinburg. And I think we established, we got at least 20,000 water bottles and that was just us. Uh, 20,000 water uh, bottles sent to us and then we sent it off uh, elsewhere to another group who was going to take everything to Sevier County. And I mean, the response... Gatlinburg is now saying don't send anything else because we have too much. That that's how that's where it is now. The Gatlinburg and the and the and the centers that are getting everything uh, from the public, they're saying stop because we have too much now, and people are still sending stuff in. Faith in humanity restored, just like that. I mean, it was it's absolutely incredible what a community does when it comes together in in situations like this. And I'm so proud of my region, East Tennessee, Knoxville, Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg, I- everywhere in this area who came together to help put everybody back on their feet. And uh, and also all, to all the first responders and Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge, you guys were amazing. And uh, firefighters from all around the state, all around the region, uh, people from my hometown in Scott County, Tennessee, came down uh, to help out in, in, in any way they could. And it's just been it's been the response from all this has been phenomenal. And uh, I know there's still a lot of people suffering out there. A lot of people lost their homes. Uh, at, I just heard earlier today as I as I take to air here, uh, there's been seven people found dead. Uh, and I know a lot of people are missing still, but uh, but but know this: we are behind you 100%, and uh, we'll do anything we can to help out. And this entire episode, this week's episode, is dedicated to the city of Gatlinburg, which I don't know if they'll really appreciate that because uh, if you didn't check, if you didn't notice by the title, uh, today's episode is all about. Donald Trump. So we'll get to that here in just a little bit. But again, I just want to say uh, to everybody who's helped out, uh, thank you. There's, I don't know if there's a word in the English language that can tell you just how happy we are and, and pleased with everything that everybody's been doing. There isn't. Just thank you. That's all we can say. And, uh, and to all the people of Gatlinburg, hang in there because it ain't over yet. Nothing, nothing is over. Uh, everything is going to get picked up. 
your homes will be back, the businesses will be back, and Gatlinburg will be right back to its old self in the near future. So just hang in there. So um, that's my little spiel on, on Gatlinburg. But now on to this week's episode. Like I said, this week's episode is about our new president. Now, if you recall, uh, last season, uh, we did an episode called The trump Illusion. It was because we had taken a three-week break, and between the two episodes during that three-week break, Donald Trump ended up becoming one of the probably the most popular Republican candidate. We didn't think because this was back in February. This is back when in, in March when every when all the Republican candidates were still in the fight. He was he was in first place. He was in the lead. And so he went from being the joke candidate to the potential Republican nominee at that time. So I envisioned what would happen if Donald Trump actually won the election. At that time, it was a long stretch. There's no way that that was going to happen. So we did an episode called The trump Illusion, which was talking about the rise of Donald Trump and what would happen if he became president. And special guest star Lord Zed uh, portrayed Donald Trump uh, in his unique and evil way. And now it's real. <laughs> He's actually won the election, and he will soon be our president. And so our very own D.A. Williams uh, is now is carrying on. He's been doing uh, his Donald Trump impression. It's not really an impression. It's just him as using his own voice but calling himself Donald Trump and, and putting him in the situations that Donald Trump would be in. Uh, he's continuing to do that this week in what we like to call the trump Illusion Part 2, the continuing. That's right. We're continuing now on with more of the trump Illusion, and it's, it's going to be all about uh, really what's happened post-election. His meeting with Obama, what he's going to do and what he's not going to do, which has been flip-flopping back and forth for weeks now, and him and his lovely vice president. So, uh, like I said, this whole episode is dedicated to Gatlinburg, but I'm sure probably most people in East Tennessee will not like what I have to say. Uh, but just remember, it's all for fun. We, I mean, regardless, I, I still have complete uh, respect for the office of the president of the United States, and I understand Donald Trump will be the president. Uh, but, you know, it is our First Amendment right to have some fun, and that's what we're going to do this week, uh, at least until he takes that right away from us. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I, there's no off switch on this guy. But anyway, so we're going to be talking about uh, Donald Trump this week. We'll, we'll also uh, be tapping into something bizarre that happened in Canada, and, and you'll find out what that is, and tons more. And it's all heading your way on this week's episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually Hot Toddy. Oh, well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect! Well, I, I just had the opportunity to have an excellent conversation with President-elect Trump. It was wide-ranging. Uh, we talked about some of the organizational issues and setting up a White House. Uh, we talked about foreign policy. We talked about domestic policy. And as I said last night, my number one priority in the coming two months is to try to facilitate a transition that ensures our president-elect is successful. And uh, I've been very encouraged by the, uh, the, I think, interest in President-elect Trump's wanting to work with my team around many of the issues that this great country faces. I believe that it is important for all of us, regardless of party and, and regardless of political preferences, to now come together, work together to deal with the many challenges that we face. And uh, in the meantime, Michelle has had a chance to greet the incoming First Lady. We had an excellent conversation with her as well. And uh, we, we want to make sure that they feel welcome as they prepare to make this transition. Most of all, I want to emphasize to you, Mr. President-elect, that we are now going to want to do everything we can 
to help you succeed. Because if you succeed, yeah. then the country succeeds. Well, uh, thank you very much, President Obama. Uh, this was a meeting that was going to last for maybe uh, 10 to 15 minutes, and, and we were just going to get to know each other because we, we, we never met each other. I just, uh, I, I gotta say, I have great respect for this man. This is a good man. Oh my God! I mean, I can't, I can't, I cannot believe what the, what you have to do in this job. And we've been ragging on you for eight years. What the hell were you thinking? Oh my God! I remember, uh, oh my, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this job, Mr. President. Elect, please, please calm down. I can't calm down. What have I got myself into? I, didn't, I didn't really think I was going to get this job. I just didn't. Okay. And I thought, well, okay, I'll, I'll get the job, no big deal. And then I'll come in here and be like, okay, so you see it today can look nice, take some pictures or whatever. Oh my God! I can't do all this! I can't do it! Mr. President-elect, please calm down. I'm not gonna calm down! Are you sure you don't want to go for a third term? Um, actually, it, it's illegal for me to do that, sir. I, I can't... Look, I'll make it legal. Look, I'm the next president. I can make it legal. I can make it legal. I can make it legal. Uh, I, actually, you can't, sir. Please, Mr. Trump, understand. I can't understand! I can't! How am I supposed to deal with King Zulu? Mr. Trump, please, that, that's confidential. The, the public doesn't, are not supposed to know that. King Zulu! From planet... How many times has he threatened Earth? I didn't even know aliens existed. I did get to give a titty twister to the alien body from Roswell. That was cool. Mr. Trump, please. But the rest of this stuff I can't do! Oh! Oh my god! Oh god, I'm gonna... Oh, 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 okay. Bring in the cleanup crew, please. The president-elect is just vomited, and uh, that's disgusting. I'm okay. I'm all right. I just, I just, I just, you're going to work with me, right? We're going to work together. Everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine, uh, Mr. President-elect. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. Well, so, Mr. President, it was a great honor to be with you, and I look forward to being with you many, 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 many more times in the future. Thank you for having me. Very good man! Uh, we're all doomed. You're listening to Hot Toddy. On the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Well, the citizens of Amherst, Massachusetts are considering Thursday, November 17th as a national holiday. Why? Because it will forever be known as the day that a 22-year-old woman attempted to enter a bar by using a slice of pizza as her ID. According to the owner of the bar, she was most likely an Amherst College student who got a little too silly that night. But not only did the slice of pizza not work, but once it was rejected and she was not allowed into the bar, she reportedly slapped the bouncer, which pretty much sealed the deal that she was not getting in that night. But in the end, they don't even blame the student. Because, you know, really, we've all been there, right? The owner even said we wish her the best with continuing her education, and we've all had nights in college we regret. Pretty true sentiment there. But my thing is, I, I would have just, I just would love to have been there when she tried to use the pizza to get in. I, I just want to know how that interaction went down, what she said. Hey, let's, um, let's go in this store room. Place! Good evening, ma'am. May I see your ID? Of course you can. Sure. Here you go. Ma'am, that's, um, that's a slice of pizza. Yeah? So? That's not an ID. Yes, it is. They call me... Pepperoni with extra cheese. Okay, I think it's time for you to go now. No, I demand entry into your establishment. Ma'am, please don't make a scene. Just go. Come on. Don't touch me. 
do, do you know who I am? I am pepperoni with extra cheese. Yeah, I don't care. Come on, let's go. Bitch. Oh, you're mean. I'm gonna throw up. Ollie Smoking Hot Toddcast promos. Take one. All right, Ollie. Just say this is Ollie, and you're listening to the uh, the Smoking Hot Toddcast show podcast station. Okay. All right, Ollie. This time, just say uh, this is Ollie, and you're listening to the Smoking Ollie Report. No, that's not. Oh, jeez. All right, Ollie. This time, just say this is the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Biscuits. Damn it. Okay, Ollie. Just say the words the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Can you do that at least? I'm outside. I see people. I see grass and trees and buildings. I hate you. The Smokin' Hot Todd. Smokin' Hot Toddcast. You suck, Ollie. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this special press conference. Today, we're going to talk about the plans that I have set once I become president. And I guarantee you, they're harsh. They're fierce. But I'm not like all the other presidents, and crooked Hillary, I'm not like them. So just brace yourself. All right, I'm ready for some questions. Ollie? You said if you won the election, you'd investigate Hillary Clinton. You were quoted as saying, if I win, I am going to instruct my attorney general to get a special prosecutor to look into your situation. Do you still plan on doing that? Uh, you know, I mean, I, I want to move forward. I, I, I don't want to move back. And, and, and I, I don't, I don't want to hurt the Clintons. I, I really don't. She went through a lot and, and suffered greatly in many, many different ways. And I'm, I, I'm not looking to hurt them at all. So, no, no, probably no, no. Next question. Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump. Janelle? Uh, yes, Mr. Trump. You said of climate change, I think there's a change in weather. I'm not a great believer in man-made climate change. I'm not a great believer. I'm not a big believer in man-made climate change. Do you still believe that? I mean, yeah, no, 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 really, no. I have, a, I have an open mind to it. We're, we're going to look very carefully. I have, I have a very, very open mind about it. So, so I, I, yeah, yeah, climate change is real. All right, next question. Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump, right over here, over here. Todd? You said of Obamacare that real change begins with immediately repealing and replacing Obamacare. Do you still plan on doing this? Now, I stand firm with that. I stand firm with it. In fact, I have right here the complete file on Obamacare. I've not opened it yet, but I'm going to take a look at it right now. And wow, this is what people can have? Well, this is awesome. I, I come not even know about this. I, I want to get on this myself. No, Obamacare stays. Fuck that shit. That's, I, I love that. All right. Next question. Damn. Mr. Trump. I think it's gonna be more of just like a nice, like a nice fence with some barbed wire on it, you know. Put a little, put a little sign out in the front. Have no Mexicans written in, in magic marker. It'll still be fierce. It'll still be very poignant, and the point's gonna get across. But uh, I mean, uh, the wall is, is is too big. It's gonna go through like people's property and, and bodies of water and stuff like that. So we we really can't do it. So I mean, like, I mean it's gonna be a big sign. Uh, but maybe we'll switch it to permanent marker. Get a sharpie. No Mexicans laugh. 
And it's, it's going to be first. I, I, I guarantee it. It's going to be... Yeah, next question. Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump. Janelle? Mr. Trump, many of your supporters voted for you because they believe marriage should be between a man and a woman. Once taking office, will you convince the Supreme Court to officially put down marriage equality? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know they did, but here's, here's the thing. I, I, I myself don't have anything really against gay marriage. I, I don't... Uh, I don't really see what the hullabaloo is all about about it. So I, I, um, but I mean, the Supreme Court has spoken. The Supreme Court has spoken, and so I, yeah, I'm, I'm probably not going to touch gay gay marriage. It's, it's, it's going to be legal. So, uh, next, next question, Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump, Todd, Mr. Trump, why did you win the election? I have no idea, and we may never know. And I, I, I cannot reiterate enough, I really don't want to be president. I hope to God this recount works so Hillary can get me in. So thank you very much, everybody. No more questions. Gotta go. Bye! Hot toddy. Hot toddy. Hot toddy. You're tuned into the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good. Hey, does this suit make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. I don't. I don't really know what to say. Again, I'm. I'm at a loss for words. There's not really much we can say about the Tennessee Volunteers. This is. Uh, this is supposed to be my last regular Vols update of the season, and uh, oh my God, I, I can't believe I have to end it on on this on this note. For those of you who don't know, the Tennessee Volunteers played their last game on Saturday of the season against one of our biggest rivals, Vanderbilt. And we got beat by Vanderbilt. We beat Florida. We beat Georgia. We almost beat Texas A&M. And we get beat by Vanderbilt. That's what happened. Vanderbilt beat us 45-34. to 34. And, and now, don't get me wrong. I, I am in no way saying that we were better than Vanderbilt. The thing about us this season was we, are, we were kind of on Vanderbilt and like Vanderbilt and Kentucky's level. It really came down to whoever made the least mistakes. And, uh, you know, that's really what happened all season long. Whoever made the, the least mistakes would be the winner. And uh, we, didn't, we didn't show up with Vanderbilt. We just didn't show up. It just it was just embarrassing. It was embarrassing to listen to because I, I didn't watch it. I just got to listen to the whole thing, which was fine because I didn't want to sit there and watch this horrible, horrible game unfold in front of me. It was just embarrassing. Just embarrassing. And this was coming off a huge win over Missouri the week before. We stomped Missouri, but you know, it just and we came we came back to play Vanderbilt and we lose. Now don't get me wrong, here's the thing about Vanderbilt that uh, you may not realize is that you know, Vanderbilt has has their years. You know, there are some years they're good, some years they're bad. Uh, you know, as a matter of fact, Butch Jones's first season here in 2013, we did lose to Vanderbilt that season because they were just that good. But we've won the last two games against them. We thought we might have had a new streak going. Nay, nay, lost to them. Lost to them badly. And, uh, you know, this really kind of dashes our hope of a great bowl game. Uh, we were tapped for the Sugar Bowl. We were tapped for the Sugar Bowl with our wins because uh, we were going to be 8-3 and three at the end. So Sugar Bowl, here we come. Eight and four at the season. We won eight games. We lost four games. It's just sickening. We, that's not where we need to be this season. That is not where we need to be. I, I don't know. I, we we should have had more. We should have had more wins. Uh, we should at least be nine. We should have been nine and three. No, I tell you, we should have been ten and two. That's 
that's what the end of the season that should have been the end result 10 and 2 uh, or maybe even 11 and 1 you know I'll, I'll split the difference between 10 and 2 and 11 and 1 because we were not going to beat Alabama that was just not going to happen regardless we could have beaten Texas A&M we almost did and really nobody split hairs about that nobody got real upset about that so you know we'll, we'll bypass it let's say 10 and 2 we shouldn't have lost to South Carolina that was that was really the beginning of the end right there. We should not have lost to South Carolina, but we did. Uh, and then we played great against Kentucky. We played great against Missouri. We played great against uh, you know we played great against Florida. Again, I'm, I I want to point out we beat Florida this year, and we won against Georgia, but by a hail mary. So you know there you go. But we I also look, I also can't help but look at it from the way that other pundits are looking at it. We kind of. In the end, probably should have been six and six. The only reason why we won the Georgia game was because of that Hail Mary pass, and we went into overtime with Appalachian State, the first game of the season. We almost lost that game. So really, when you think about it, we we're, we kind of had more of a six and six season. We were a kind of a six and six type of team this year, but we managed to squeak it out against Appalachian State and Georgia, which gave us eight and four. But we lose to Vanderbilt, and so no Sugar Bowl. I don't even know at this point what bowl game we're going to, uh, but it. It's, it's sad. And we were knocked out of the rankings for a little while, but thank God we're back in it. We're number 22. We shouldn't be there. We were number nine at some point this season, but we'll take 22. That's fine. But yeah, yeah, no, no, uh, no bowl, no huge bowl game for us. I mean, we'll go to a bowl game, which is always good. That's always a good thing. That's always progress if we can make it to a bowl game. But I mean, my my God, we had such a great season last year, and people were predicting, you know, that, that we were going to have the best season yet, best season of the Butch Jones era, and best season probably in the last decade this year. And, uh, you know, and, and it started out looking that way. We really did. We won the first five games, hands down, no problem. Well, maybe a little problem, but we won the first five games. Uh, you know, we, beating Georgia was huge, that Hail Mary pass, and then on to Texas A&M. And we really thought we had that one licked. But, unfortunately, we, we lose, and we went into Alabama thinking maybe still we had a chance. But, unfortunately, we lost that game, too. But after that, we all thought, oh, undefeated season at this point. We got everybody else. South Carolina, going to beat them. Oh, we lost to him. We lost badly to South Carolina. I just, you know, I'm beside myself. And 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 the game and the teams that we should have beat just, just absolutely d- demolished. We didn't. I mean, we, they they kept right up with us, or we had to keep up with them, and then finally get the win in the end. And that's that's App State, that's Kentucky, and you know that's Missouri. Missouri was the same way. We finally got above them, and Vanderbilt stayed right with us, and eventually got ahead of us. Got two touchdowns. We missed a touchdown. We missed a field goal, and then we give the ball back and just let them go down the field. And that's that's the main thing that we've got to work on before, uh, most definitely before the bowl game, and most definitely before uh, the next season is our defense. There was a time when Tennessee. Defense was like the greatest in the SEC, greatest in the nation. And where did that go? I mean, that's that's been dead for a while. We have not had great defense in a while. And this season, if there was ever a season that proved it, was this season. I mean, it's just it's been terrible. There's there's nobody out there guarding anybody, or they just let them all run. And where who are they blocking? Who are they tackling? They're not tackling nobody out there. It's just oh. It's just sad. Letting anybody who, who wants the ball. Yeah, got the ball. Okay, get, take it on down there. That's fine. That's fine. We won't say anything about it. We won't do anything about it either. You just take it on down there. And that that's where our defense lies. So, uh, 
This is, is this whole season's has been too stressful. Butch has got to get it together because if not, I, I, I'm pretty sure he'll get another season. But if he's if it's anything like this next year, he's gone. That's it. No more Butch Jones. And the race is on to find him. The search is on to find somebody else. And oh god, and the, the thought of that alone is sickening to have to go through yet another coach and start all over again. But what's got to be done has got to be done. But anyway, uh, you know, on the positive side though, had a winning season. Eight and four, not terrible, not great, but not terrible. We are going to a bowl game, and uh, you know we did beat Florida. That's like winning the Super Bowl alone, right there, is beating Florida. So at least we have all those victories behind us. So you know, at this point now, we got a bowl game. That's the last game of the season, and we'll pretty much be the last uh, Vols update until next year. Uh, but uh, I just wish we could end on a high note on the final regular Vols update of the year. But who knows? Anyway. So, bowl game time. Hopefully by the next show, we'll, we'll know which bowl game we're going to, if not uh, the next one. So, I'll fill you in, though. Don't worry about it. And then we'll play the bowl game, and there you go. No matter what, though, I'll always bleed orange. Love my Vols, and that will never change. So, until next time, go Vols. Smoking Hot Contest. <laughs> The Smokin' Hot Toddcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report. No! No! I'm not going in there! And you can't make me! I am not going in there to talk to that man! That's not happening! Braskets! Ollie, you have to. He's our new president! You have to go in there! No! You remember what happened throughout the campaign? I got my ass whooped every single time! And those are no longer security guards, they are the secret service! Which means they could pound my ass while I'm just swimming around in my damn swimming pool! Station! You don't have a swimming pool. Not the point! Oh, for God's sake. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, hello. Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to this week's Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy. Um, I'm, you've kind of walked in on the middle of me and Ollie arguing. This is no argument. It's just me telling you it's not happening. Okay, thanks. Bye. No, Ollie, get back here. No, 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 listen, why, why should I? Why should I come back here? Why should I do what you say? Because it's my f***ing show, bitch. Point and match. For those of you who don't know what's going on, since the last time we've done a regular Ollie report, Donald J. Trump has become the President of the United States. And Ollie, being a journalist, we thought it'd be a good idea for him to cover the transition from one president to another. So we're doing a story this week on President-elect Trump, and Ollie is in New York right outside Trump Tower, and we want him to get the story, but he's refusing to do it. Can you blame me? Do you understand I still have bruises on my body from past encounters with them? Well, <laughs> I mean, I understand, Ollie, but I mean, look, I mean, we, we have no choice. I mean, we can't go four years without covering the president at all. I'm okay with it. Is there anybody here who's not okay with it? Anybody? There's nobody there, Ollie. Shut up! You don't know nothing about anything! Look, Ollie, I, I, I'm telling you once and for all, we have to do this. We have to cover the president. No matter what the case, he's going to be the next president, and we have to cover the things that he does. And right now we're transitioning. He's picking the people for his cabinet. Have you seen the people he's been picking for that? I mean, it's frightening, Hot Toddy. I, I know. It, it's a little scary. But th this is news, and we do have to cover it. I don't want to! I really, I really don't care, Ollie. That we, this has to be done. I mean, it's not the fact that I didn't vote for him. It's not that at all. It's the fact that I get the shit beat out of me every time I go see him. 
them. Those are not security guards. They've got to be like ex-Mexican wrestlers or something. Oh, wait, I guess they wouldn't be Mexican, no. No, I don't think so. But whatever the case, I'm not going up there biscuits. I see sky and trees and tons of buildings. I am in New York City, after all. I guess that's the reason why. I'm standing outside of Trump Tower. His name is in gold and in big letters. There's security everywhere, and I'm not going near them. I'm not saying one damn thing to them. Well, wait a minute, Ollie, you mean they don't even know that you're there? Hell no! Again, I point out, I'm not going up there. You know what happens to me when I get around Trump's people. Yeah, I know. You've, you've been beaten up before. But look, I mean, it's different now. He's changed a lot since his campaign. I have to admit, I do admire him for being a little bit more presidential. So I don't think his people are going to treat you like that. I really honestly do not. Well, then you come up here and cover the story. Oh, hell no. No, I'm not going up there. I'll get the kicked out of me. You see? What's the difference? The difference is, this is called the Ollie Report, not the Hot Toddy Report. The show is called the Smoking Hot Podcast. Okay, point and match in your direction. But look, I mean, this is your job, Ollie. We do different things on the Smoking Hot Podcast every week, but one thing that is consistent is the Ollie Report. So you have to do the Ollie Report. And like I said, there's going to be times that you're going to have to cover things that the President of the United States does. Case in point, this right here. Granted, he's not the President yet, but he's going to be. So we have to get started. I, I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Look, Ollie, I'm telling you, it's going to be okay. Granted, we had a very awkward interview with Mr. Trump a few weeks ago. Granted, his security has nearly killed you in the past, but things have changed. Let's just get in there. Let's just have all the confidence in the world. Get in there, get the interview, and get out, and we will have a fantastic Ollie report for our listeners. How does that sound? Well, it sounds fantastic, but I don't see it happening. Come on, Ollie. Do it for me. Do it for the fans, huh? Uh, all right. I'll go in there. That's the spirit, Ollie. Get in there and get that interview. Very well. Uh, excuse me, sir. I'm Ollie with the Ollie report. I'm here to see... Ah! <laughs> oh! Yeah, I, I pretty much saw it coming, but I mean, I am telling the truth. We have to try to get interviews with him in the future. So maybe if they get their aggression out now, in the future, it'll be a lot easier. So, uh, sorry, Ollie. It had to be done. You're going to die when I get back there! Oh, God! Bring it on, bitch. That's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News Ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week. Orson Welles, smoking Hot Toddcast promos. Take one. Okay, Mr. Wells, uh, just do your spiel, your usual thing there, and say, Hello, this is Orson Welles, and you're listening to the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Ah, the French champagne. No, 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 hold it. All right, Mr. Wells, just say, This is Orson Welles, and you're listening to the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Okay, go again. Yes. Oh, yes. They're even better raw. Cut! All right, d do it again. All right, and action. Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. The Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Penis. Cut! The Smokin' Hot... Hello, I'm Orson Welles. Ah! Here you are, Mr. Trump. Here are the rest of President Obama's files. Ah, well, thank you very much, Kellyanne. Oh, and don't forget, you have people waiting for you on the phone lines. Oh, oh, that's right. I'll get right on those in just a second. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep, just as I suspected. I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. Donald! 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 <laughs> well, Mike Pence, what on earth is wrong? Well, I went to New York, and I went to go see that play Hamilton, and, and they 
in the audience, and the audience booed, and they told me to be all nice to them and stuff because they're diverse. And you know how much I hate diverse people, and I just didn't want to, and they were mean to me, and I don't ever want to go back. I don't want to be vice president. My goodness. Well, we're not going to stand for that. I'm going to get the cast of Hamilton on the phone right now and have them apologize to you because that just ain't right. That's harassment. Let me see here, but all the lines are taken up. Hey, Kellyanne, come in here for a minute. Yes, Mr. Trump? Why are all the lines taken up? Well, that was what I was talking about before. It's everyone you've insulted wanting an apology. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the the apologies, that's right. But who's on line one? Sergei Kolvosky, the journalist with cerebral palsy you mocked. I see. Uh, Line two? Megyn Kelly from Fox News. Remember all the things you said about her? Uh Uh-huh. Line three? Arian Zucker, the woman whose pussy you wanted to grab. Wow. Uh, line four? All Latinos for calling them rapists and drug addicts. And line five? Your daughter Ivanka for saying you want to date her. I, uh, I understand. I see. Thank you, Kellyanne. I'll, I'll get right on that. You're welcome. Hey, uh, hey Mike? How about some ice cream instead? Yay! Okay! Alright, let's go. You're listening to the Smokey Light Podcast. It's time for Please Don't Say Fart. Why isn't the government talking about how to retain skilled labor? Why isn't the infrastructure minister talking about how to implement infrastructure funds and get construction workers back to work in Alberta? Why does this government treat Alberta like a fart in the room that nobody wants to talk about or acknowledge? That is where my constituents have been at with this government for over a year. my friend in her speech, but I heard her say a word that I know is distinctly unparliamentary, and I think she may want to withdraw it. The word was F-A-R-T. I just gave an impassioned speech that's about the, supporting the, Alberta jobs, and that's what the leader of a political party stands up and has to say, no, I don't withdraw it. And that was Please Don't Say Fart. You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. Well, ignorance is bliss indeed. A man in Brunswick, Georgia, by the name of Joe Chandler, has chosen to not find out who won the presidential election. He went to bed on election night not knowing if the winner was Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump and decided just to keep it that way. And since election night, he has avoided newspapers, TV, and the internet. He said, having subtracted myself from this political fracas and all of the mayhem of the digital media, I kind of found the center of the cyclone. It is very peaceful in my bubble of ignorance. In addition to not watching TV or any of that stuff, when he goes outside, he wears headphones so he doesn't overhear any presidential news. And he also wears a sign that says, I don't know who won and I don't want to. Please don't tell me. But even Chandler knows his blissful ignorance will not last forever. But I love this guy. He's a, he's everything I wish I could be. Frankly, I wish I was like this guy during the whole campaign and I think I'm not alone here. DJ Poor Smoking Hot Toddcast promo. Take one. All right, Poor, just say uh, this is DJ Poor, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. <laughs> All right.
Say it like you would say. Don't say it some way cool like, Dude, you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. <laughs> hmm, that's not quite the way I said it. Alright, poor, just say you're listening to the third home of Hot Toddy, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. I'm here! Oh, for the love of God. Will you say it now? Bing or... bong. Damn it! The smoking hot guy poopy. I quit. Sheila's out again uh, this week. I uh, think she's still. Gri I, I feel like Sheila's probably within the grips of a mental breakdown uh, because she's of grieving. the Trump election. Well, you know, I, I can understand that. That's completely understandable. That being said, uh, you know, I have to, I have to my hats off to him a little bit for the things that he said about uh, gay uh, gay marriage. He said he's not. He, he says he's not going to touch it because. Uh, the what you, law. Supreme Court has spoken, and that uh, that is law. Now he's not even inaugurated yet, so we we don't have any real proof that he will keep that. I'm gonna keep that soundbite in mind. I will keep that in mind. I want to stay. So I'm, I kept saying I want to keep op optimistic about Trump. I don't want to. I don't want to throw in the towel just yet. I want to see where this goes. Uh, but I'm not going to sit here and say that uh, we're going to be all right because we we don't know if we're going to be all right. We don't know what's going to happen. But yeah. um, and. I, th I feel like now is not necessarily necessarily the time to be angry. Now is the time to be focused and clear-headed, and to not be to not have your thoughts clouded with an overwhelming sense of rage. That's right. It's probably we need to stay focused, America. Just because be focused. This this it it might be okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that uh, that little sentence in quotation marks. Right. For now, but. If it's not, we need to be on the lookout, and we yeah. need to be clear thinking while we are, I guess, That's right. being the watchdog, just, so to speak. Just be ever vigilant. Um, you know, it's like it's like I said, we're just getting into this. This is still new territory, so uh, you know, we just gotta wait and see what happens. He's basically the first person to to be elected who has never held political office ever. Exactly, isn't it? Yeah, isn't I believe he? I believe so. Well. Uh, that can be argued. George Washington didn't hold political office, yeah, but he, he was uh, he was a general. He was a general. He was definitely involved with uh, government affairs. That's right, so to speak. Yes. Just so he was in, he was involved, but yeah, he didn't hold a political office uh, up until then. So uh, I think I might vomit in my mouth if I said if I tried to compare Donald Trump with George Washington. Yeah, uh, we won't we won't do that. We won't do that. We're not gonna do that. Uh, but but yeah, it's uh, he's not he's not uh, yeah. He doesn't have much to offer when it comes to uh, to politics, so we'll just have to wait. In the realms see. of experience, yeah. At least. And he just settled a twenty. Is it, I think he settled out for twenty five million dollars with all of his lawsuits. I think he just settled out today. Why not? I guess you know. And then, uh, but then there's a lot of some of the news stations are saying that he, he him being in office because he has a stake in so many uh, businesses around the world. That that might be a major conflict of interest. Yeah, his whole presidency might be a conflict of interest. It's a major conflict of interest. So I'm because I, he may issue tax benefits that benefit his businesses and no one else's. See, and so, uh, so it's a bit of a cluster to say the least. Um, you know, nobody's thrilled well, here uh, right didn't, now. Uh, didn't George? Didn't George W. Bush? Didn't he have to actually uh, relinquish his uh, stake in the Texas Rangers? Because he owned a a pretty big sh uh, majority of the Texas Rangers, and he had to like give that up, I think, at one point when he ran for office. It might have been for the governor of Texas, Maybe. though. I don't know, but yeah, see, 
I feel like that's when I, I we would get to see Donald Trump cry. And <laughs> I think that would be so fun. Oh man! When, we would, have, when he would he would have to like uh, you can't hold uh, shares within this business because it's such a conflict of interest. Right. Uh, I mean, the taxpayers pay your salary now. You and you uh, they are your constituents, and mm. you cannot act on behalf of interest interest over theirs. That's so, right. But. But politicians have done that before constantly. You know, so I guess he wouldn't exactly be breaking new ground if he did do that. No, but you know, it's 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 like I said, it's all in, it's all up in the air right now. You know, it's just so it's all so foreign. Excuse the wording there. It is. It's just so different. Alien. It's alien. It's just, this whole thing is so weird, so different right now. You know, and it just it's going to take a lot of getting used to. And uh, you know. The thing about Trump is I don't think he ever really realized how much he would be sacrificing in order to be yes. president. Like, for instance, you know, he has to give up his Trump jet now from now on. He has for to, Air Force One. Yes, exactly. Even after he gets out of office, he can no longer, he, he can only fly on Air Force One from then on. He can never fly Trump Airlines. Can never find, he can his never his little private Trump. jet ever. He can never fly that. Prob- I mean, he may make. Uh, he can know, fly after. When he he gets might. Out of he office, might. He, can. he might be able to. Maybe if he's doing like business stuff, but yeah. like general travel or anything that involves a former president has to be Air Force One from now on. And I, I also read online somewhere, and I can't remember, he's, he's that he's only going to be spending part time at the White House. He's not actually going to be living there full time. Going to live up in his tower. Still going to live in Trump Tower them. because he's still the quote unquote businessman. But again, I don't know how much a whole lot how much of that he's going to get to do. Once he gets into office, it's just that's what I'm saying. This is, this is really weird. This is new. I'm, I, so I, I'm, not, I'm not excited about him to become president, but I, I'm interested to see what happens when he does because I don't know what all he's going to get to do and what all he can't do. Yeah, I'm not. The one thing that just immediately scares me is Trump supporters more yeah. than anything else. I feel like people like that are going to be much more bold, and I think some. Uh, let it be known, uh, Tra- though. Trevor Noah interviewed somebody on The Daily Show saying that these people voted in Trump so that they could be more implicit with their, or more explicit, I should say, with their bigotry. Right. And those people are the people that I really worry about. Let it be known, though, that not all Trump supporters are like that. No. I know many very good, very wonderful people who voted for Trump. I don't agree with their politics, but other, you know, other than that conflict they're wonderful wonderful people and so anything you hear any bashing you may hear about trump supporters on this show uh we're not talking about all of you you know who we're talking about it's the people that hold up the signs some like the people who tweeted out to donald trump after he said he wasn't going to touch gay marriage and say if you if if at donald j if at real donald trump uh doesn't outlaw gay marriage then i wasted my vote i saw that tweet but um but one thing I'm going to need everybody to quit doing is calling the protesters uh, childish or, yeah, or you know, uh, w- w- one of our professors here at UT said something that they were being uh, so, something along the lines that they were being that they were privileged childish kids, not the ones in poverty. I'm like, you're a bit off on that. Uh, this these, is their future as well. Yeah, this is these are the people fighting. You know. Uh, and the only reason, the only reason why I say leave, lay off the, the the protesters is because let's let's think about all the protesting that went down in 2008 and 2012 when Obama won from the other side. 
you know the, the yeah in 2009 yeah, there, were, there were people with semi-automatic rifles like within the, oh, I, shooting distance they of keep the showing, white house they keep showing a video of, i mean they keep showing the video of the day after the election in 2012 when uh a barack obama barack obama dummy gets burned in, in effigy and it's hanging being it's it's lynched and it's and it's burned in effigy and then uh you know then you think about 2009 when the tea party was formed and then the birther crap the next year you know it's just it's let's not forget that you know, we we've had eight years of year alls. So let's also not for, not forget that it's our right to protest. That's true. It is our it is in the Bill of Rights. That pesky First Amendment there. It says freedom of speech and all that. So uh, kind of what's going on here, folks. It is what's going. Oh. Nothing's right. We're torn. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Podcast. And there you have it. That's this week's episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. I certainly hope you enjoyed and had some fun. And please remember, of course, if you were offended by anything that I said about Trump, it's all satire. It's just for fun. That's what we do here on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. We poke fun at everybody. But Trump's going to be probably at the top of the list, so there you go. But anyway, thank you for tuning in. Uh, next week, next week is a huge show. Actually, I've got two huge shows. The next two weeks are going to be huge because next week, not only are you going to get an episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast, you're going to get it in real time. That's right. For the first time ever, the Smoking Hot Toddcast is going to be live. Now, how can you do that? How can we do a podcast live? I'll tell you how you can do it. You can do it via Facebook Live, and that's exactly how we're going to do it. So go to the Hot Toddy page on Facebook. If you haven't liked my page, go like it, because next Thursday at 8 p.m., one week from tonight at 8 p.m., I will be going live on Facebook, and we're just going to do a podcast. We're just, I'm just going to be talking about random things, different things that come to mind, whatever we, whatever's on the, the mind of the world, and then I'll answer your questions. If, you, if there's anything you want to talk about, just let me know via Facebook, uh, via Facebook Live, and, and or on the comment section, whichever you want to do, and we'll talk about that. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a fun night. It's going from 8 to 9. It's going to be one hour, one hour, me and you, for one hour, 8 to 9, next Thursday night. So Ollie and DA and all them, that, that's not gonna be they're not gonna be a part of next week's show. It's just gonna be a me and you, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. And then following that episode, if you missed a minute of it or whatever, it's gonna be immediately uploaded to Mixcloud and to iTunes, so you can check it out right afterwards. And since it, you know Facebook Live is a video system, I'm gonna put the entire video from Facebook Live up on YouTube. So there's really no reason for you to miss next week's episode because it's gonna be everywhere, starting on your phone on Facebook Live at 8 p.m. next week. So be sure and tune in for that. And then following that, the next week, it's our Christmas special, our annual Christmas special called the Christmasiest Christmas Special Ever. Say that 10 times fast. But anyway, we'll have that coming up in two weeks. So, I mean, I, there's so much going on, I, I can't even wrap my mind around it. So next week, the Smoking Hot Toddcast live at 8 p.m. on Facebook Live. And then the week after that, the Smoking Hot Toddcast Christmasiest Christmas Special Ever. It's going to be huge. And then we're going to take a holiday off, and we'll be back in January. But let's get prepared for the live show. Once again, coming your way, Facebook Live on the Hot Toddy page on Facebook from 8 to 9 next week. And with that in mind, that's going to do it for me. You can follow me on all social media. Again, that pesky Hot Toddy Facebook page. Go find it. It's You can either look up at Hot Toddy or at Hot Toddy 9102 because Facebook has taken to doing the at names as well. So look up at Hot Toddy 9102 or just Hot Toddy, where if you can find me, you'll, you'll be able to find me because I, it's, it's my Hot Toddy 
logo with my face in the middle, and it's very Christmassy. I've got my uh, Santa hat on and things like that, so you'll know if you find me there. You can also follow me on Twitter, at HotToddy9102, hottest underscore toddy at Instagram, and HotToddy75 on uh, Snapchat. And, of course, you can find me on Mixcloud. Again, look up Hot Toddy and Hot Toddy on YouTube as well. And also, you'll need those in order to find uh, the show after the live episode next week. And you can also follow Miss Pingrino at Pingrino, Sheila at Sheila Hawk, and Doc Summit at Kev Summit all on Twitter. Until next week, get ready, because it's a live episode next week. So get ready for that. And to everybody in Gatlinburg, again, we're with you, we love you, and we'll be there for you whenever you need us. Remember that. Until next week, this is Hot Toddy saying Trump really is going to be our president. Wow. Wow.